All right, let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Fan Speculation. I'm CJ Palmisano. And I'm Benny Carino. And he was just moving his head all the way back and forth because he couldn't fucking see it. Whacking a little tube head. <laughs> 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 little tube head. You know, I keep... I said a while ago that we should be getting on YouTube, and we're still not on YouTube, and we just watched a video on YouTube just a minute ago about Stranger yeah. Things, and I, I gotta look into, like, little, little, little cameras to put right here on the... Well, not right here, because you can't see the people listening on my monitor, or something <laughs> up. We gotta get that going soon. Really, we gotta, yeah, we gotta, because... The public is missing out on our Facebook special. Yeah, like, half the shit that I see you do is just... You can just make videos in and of itself, <laughs> and it's the fucking best. That's right. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us. You're a long-time listener. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you are a first-time listener... Uh, Welcome, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> we're very... We're, we're organized, but also very off-the-cuff at the very same time. Uh, we got a lot to talk about in this episode. Uh, we're gonna be talking about... We're gonna be giving me and Vinny's... Um, our general review of Stranger Things Season 4, ep- uh, Volume 1, I almost said Episode 1, because um, we're just so used to doing weekly content of, of episodes of Star Wars and Marvel. Uh, we're going to be talking about that and the hype for Volume 2. We're going to be talking about uh, Miss Marvel Episode 3 Hell and yeah. how we feel about the show so far. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Ezra Miller update situation. If you are unfamiliar, we'll, uh, we'll key you, uh, we will uh, cue you up and... Uh, Tell you what's going on with this fucking whack job. Hell yeah, he's a whack job. And <laughs> we're going to start things off, kick things off real hot with Kenobi. Kenobi. The season finale of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. At season series, I would say season, personally, because I really don't think they don't do an, They do not do. That they do not. I think they're going to do a second season. <laughs> Season is trying to say that he believes there will be a season two. Of yeah, season eventually, Kenobi. once my fucking words come out of my mouth. We should make that a poll. Uh, do you, oh, yeah, on the Twitter. Boom. Uh, on fan speculation. All one word on Twitter. If you like the twatter, fuck the twatter. Twat it up. Twitter. At fan speculation. <laughs> all one word. And on Instagram, while we're plugging our social medias, we usually plug this to the end, but Boom. Uh, fan speculation underscore pod. Right, there you go. Plug it now, plug it later. Anyway, so. Um, plug it in. Let's. Let, oh, for. Was it, what was that plug it in? Was I think that, that was from Glade? Is Glade or Febreze? One of the other. They don't pay us enough plug to keep in, talking plug about it them. In. I haven't even heard. The, I haven't heard that jingle in fucking ten years. That's right. That's right. Decades. This is the off the cuff shit that we're talking about. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, the series as it stands right now. This it was announced as a mini series. I gotta say, personally, I was very worried how this was going. Oh yeah, it was kind of rocky in the middle. But things, what a build up. but things really picked up. I think from episode four or five, or maybe five. Like, because actually, like I think episode four was probably the dip for me. That's when yeah. things were kind of starting to go down a bit. Because episode three was like, whoa, real fast before with we the go first fight. Further. If you guys have not watched the season finale for Obi Wan, yes, go back and watch any previous episode of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that's a spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah, th- this is pretty much all going to be spoiler warnings for Kenobi, uh, yeah. uh, for Miss Marvel, for the Stranger Things review. Pretty much the only thing that's not a spoiler warning is the Ezra Miller news update. Mm-hmm. So that's really the only thing's going to be spoilers. If you don't care about spoilers, please continue. If you haven't, if you care about spoilers, come back to the podcast once you're done watching those things that we are mm-hmm. talking about. If you are interested in them, yeah, which we. Are Assume you are because you're listening to this, dude. Since the spoiler yeah. warning is passed, yeah. How great would it be if you saw Big Lebowski, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, parts of it years ago. Oh, okay. So you remember the guy Jesus? I, I don't know. The guy who, who's like uh, when when the Hotel California comes on in Spanish at the bowling alley and he's and he bowls. 
And he's like, he's like the big Lebowski. He's like mortal enemy. Uh, it's, it's honestly, probably not. Oh, I've seen bits and pieces of Big Lebowski. Right, well, after he, after it's he, just funny how Jeff Bridges is also MCU canon, and they reference Big Lebowski in Endgame. They do, like he's he's that in, whole movie became canon. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, this guy Jesus, he 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 rolls, gets a strike, right, and he goes yeah. he goes up to the guys and he goes, nobody fucks with the Jesus. <laughs> so my, what would have been great is if. Obi Wan, fucking when he when he lifts up all the rocks and he yeah. turns into a fucking boulder machine gun. Some, somebody makes a meme of that. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Nobody <laughs> fucks with the Kenobi. <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about that Vader Kenobi fight scene. Uh, well, you you've seen um, that I am Jose Moreno TikTok. Ho- probably if I if you showed it to me, I don't know, man. My my brain's fried Lift right up now. The rocks. I am Jose Moreno. <laughs> I have to see it anyway. Um. So anyway, let's talk about that Vader Kenobi fight scene. That oh. was just so good. I mean, honestly, waiting for it for so long, giving us that tease in episode three, and then finally getting that fight scene in the last moments, it was so good. Mm-hmm. You and me were just the whole time like, get his helmet, get his helmet, get his helmet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we finally get that helmet. And like, I feel like Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen got his due, even though I did see there were guys who were in the Vader suit who were stand-ins and uh, fight doubles or whatever. Um, I remember seeing a meme where it's like, it's Christensen with those doubles, and someone goes, well, what the fuck was the point of hiring? Well, what does Hayden Christensen do? What the fuck was that all about? Yeah. And person replies to him, says, he got paid. Yeah. <laughs> he got paid millions. Um, I, I will say... That was maybe my favorite part of the entire series. Just him getting the that, ending fight, the, the fight, the ending sequences. Um, him just half the helmet gone. Like you hear half Hayden Christensen's voice along with uh, half the enunciator. You mean uh, uh, James Earl Jones? Half James Earl Jones, half Hayden Christensen. So it was so good. Yeah. And where he goes, like you didn't, like you know, and just saying that and. It, you didn't. You're not the reason for Anakin's death. I am. I I killed him. You know, yeah. saying like Anakin is dead. I killed him. Like yeah. it was, and it was good. It, it it lays to in, you know, in a new hope, and to when in Return of the Jedi when Kenobi goes to Luke as his Force goes. So what I told you was 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 right from a certain point of view. It does call back to that because you know he kind of. I, I even said to you like, well, I guess he was kind of right. Yeah. So and the 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 emotion in Ewan McGregor's face, like him using the Force to blast all those rocks when Vader was trying to bury him alive, like Hayden Christensen was right, man. Like Vader was vicious and menacing in this show. Hell like yeah. we talked about last week, where he tore the ship apart. This week, where he's just really willing to bury Kenobi alive. Yeah, for real. It was so so good. Um. What what would you say is probably your favorite part of the episode? Is it the fight? Is it the, is it the certain moment in the fight? It's probably when Obi Wan Kenobi lifts up all the like when he comes back from being buried alive. That was really sick. Yeah, because that, that was, was awesome. like when that's like when Obi Wan has fully restored his power, if not became stronger. Yeah, I was really contemplating that as well. <clears throat> did he? I'm like, did he just become fucking stronger? Like he his... just fucking he went whoop. Oh, yeah. dude, and if. Initial fight with the two fingers. I'll yeah. Do it. I'll oh do it my I gosh! Must. I was so hyped for that. I knew we were gonna get the two fingers somewhere. But to call back to Revenge of the Sith, I will do what I must. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. You and me just looked at each other. Again, it was it was such a great fight scene, and 
I was hoping for like a whole Vader mask off with like the bottom part with like right. if the fight was gonna be on Mustafar, which it wasn't, but that's not that's not a problem though. Um, I really, really enjoyed that because it was like we had to get something with his mask off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would say even the like we we talked about it, but we said it when we were watching this. Big balls, Baru. Oh yeah, hell and yeah. Baru. Holy shit, and Baru. Big ball, Baru. Like, Owen was saying we got to run, we got to run. She she's like, nope, fuck this. She's like, and no she pulled, shrimp dick. She, we're gonna fight. <laughs> yeah. She got the fucking blasters out. It's like we're prepared for this. We're gonna fight. Yeah, I like how she fucking opened up the little cubby and pulled out the guns. Now that's how you do a strong female character. Hell yeah, Aunt Baru. Big Aunt Baru. balls, Baru. Yeah. She was great. Um. Joel Edgerton as as Owen was great. It's funny how like he's a good actor. That he guy. he is, and it's funny how he's like been in a lot of good movies. Yeah, it's funny how his you know he kind of first started in the Star Wars movies, yeah. but he really wasn't like the prequel movies that is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he didn't really do much. Um, mm-hmm. it was really cool to see that. Um, I, I want to get all the positives out of the way before I get into my one kind of negative about the episode. Me um, Reva. Yeah, we'll get to Reva in a second. I love um, that she's the one part, bad part of the episode. Yeah, I've been it's saying like, since the start that she's a useless I know, character. like, but really, this is the only time where it kind of like pissed me off about Reva. I guess let's just get to Reva right now. Reva, Reva's whole thing in this episode made no sense. I don't get why she still tried to be a Sith Inquisitor when Vader and the Grand Inquisitor just casted her out, mm-hmm. and she tried to kill Luke. To, to prove something. Like, what were you trying to prove? And she brings him back so I couldn't do it, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, obviously we'll see her again, but that is where her character actually pissed me <clears> off the most, and I'm probably one of the few people that really thought about that, but personally, that's where she did piss me off the most. Listen, the whole show could have been done without her. You could have literally subbed her in with the, um... Who's the third... Who's, who's that other guy? The... Samurai, Samurai Inquisitor. What's what's his name? The Samurai Inquisitor. Yeah. Oh, what what's his name from Fast and Furious? I don't know. I mean, he was barely used in this show too. So he was a way cooler character and could have been used way better. Like imagine, imagine, um, you know, like Vader. Let, let's say, let's say the the fight was was all the way at the end of the show, but the the fight before he fights Vader is him sending that guy after Kenobi. And it was like it's like a whole like Ronin thing in the desert, like it's a Japanese fight between the between that guy who and he like has it. Let's say he has mm-hmm. like a, like a katana saber instead of the Inquisitor saber, and he's like, Psst. that would be really cool. And I think you might have said this to me off mic Ken- on a previous <laughs> episode. Um, I mean, another negative about the show. I think it's a minor negative, but the Grand Sith Inquisitor. You like, you know, also an us, underused character. Yeah, made us all believe that he was gonna be fucking dead, and then, well, thank God he wasn't. He's a super powerful guy, and he didn't get to yeah. barely get to use any of his shit. I'm hoping that in the future, that if they do do more Kenobi with the series, that you know he'll be around. But at the same time, you know, if you want to know more about the Sith, Inquis- the Sith Inquisitor, you try and say that ten times fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, his there is stuff on him in Rebels, so you know that's. I think it's better than. I would say Cad Bane probably had a better showing in the live action form than the Sith Inquisitor did. Mm. And even though Cad Bane died in Book Bo- 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 I, I, I might be wrong, but this kind of takes place around the first Han Solo movie, right? Like or the Han Solo Rough, origin movie, roughly, I think. Yeah. So like. Maul is leading a syndicate at this point. Yeah. Rebels hasn't happened yet. If there is going to be another season of Kenobi, let it be something that has to do with Rebels 
and then like a flash forward at some point to the mall versus Kenobi fighting the desert. I that's the thing, man. It's like they they don't really do a whole lot of stuff that was live action they put into animation or vice versa. Like yeah. like you really don't see that. And honestly, oh. that's a good thing. I mean, there are some things that have kind of been spliced in for you know, animation, like when you talk about the last season of Clone Wars, there are certain things that were kind of put into play there. But overall, there really isn't anything that was live, that was from the animation and they made into live action as far as like a particular scene that happened. When we're talking about characters, yeah, characters they brought up like Ahsoka mm-hmm. Tano, Cad Bane, the Sith Inquisitor, mm-hmm. you know, those characters that we've mentioned, uh, Bo-Katan and many others. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to take a scene and I just, I just truly think that you know the the whole thing with Maul and Kenobi is just gonna stay with Rebels. And again, we need a camera here because because Vin just is just freaking out with a theory here. All right. So Kenobi was a great show. As, yeah. As a whole, great show as a whole. But to make it, oh, le- shit. to make it, to make it legendary, <laughs> to make it Hall of Fame worthy. Okay. Right. Take away Reva. Install the Ronin character that I described earlier. Yeah, that Inquisitor. Right? Now, take out. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Ju- ju- uh, not Cuba Gooding Jr. Ice Cube's son's character. O'Shea, take out th- O'Shea uh, Jackson. Yeah, and take out that character, and take out the girl from uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You know the the girl who's the turncoat coat for the Empire. Those were good characters. No, I, I liked them. You're gonna love whoever. I like Voss with. and Tala. You're gonna love whoever replaced them with. Who? Replace Ice Cube's son with um, Hunter Don't from, be- from 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 um, from Bad Batch. Okay. And replace um, replace the the woman with um, who with uh, with the Soka with the uh, fucking no because she has to be able to go into cover into the empire the, the girl um, um who um, who are you talking about who's that guy who god damn it who's the guy from the bed tr- tracer the tra- you mean hunter uh, no um who's the guy with the headset the headset what headset he's got the headset implant. Like the guy from the Cloud City in Empire Strikes Back. One of the Bad Batch. Yeah, one of the Bad Batch has this he- has the headset implant. What the fuck? Echo. Echo. E- Echo. Well, the Bad Batch are Echo, Wrecker, uh, Hunter. Uh, sh- uh, oh, fuck. Who's this, who's the sharpshooter guy? Uh, Crosshair. Crosshair. And um, I'm missing one. I, I'm, I'm forgetting. Who's the, who's the Who's the hacker dude? Oh, that's Tech. Tech. It wouldn't, honestly, it would have, it would make no sense to put the Bad Batch in this show. Why not? They're on the run. They're no longer part of the Empire. They refuse to follow Order sixty six, and it would only make sense for Hunter to help the Jedi escape. Well, here's the other thing, though, is that they're already doing a Bad Batch show, and they can't tread, they can't go too crazy with the, the characters in the show, for that. Because, honestly, because I don't think Bad Batch has such a big following as someone, you know, as like a Ewan McGregor Obi Wan yeah, Kenobi. But throwing Hunter into a show like Kenobi might increase the following. I mean, maybe, maybe not. But if, how the storyline sense? How would you? Where would you put Hunter? Where would you put him in this show? I told you, replace him with Ice Cube's. Ice I, Cube's I know character. you said replace him, but how do you put him in? Is he the guy who's now trying to save the Jedi? He's the guy who set up the whole apparatus for that, but that backway system. But why would he want to try and help the Jedi when the Jedi? Well, I don't know. It he he probably thinks all the Jedi are extinct. Hunter. Yeah, but after so many years, you find out that they're all on the run. I don't know. Maybe we could... I, I this don't, takes place 10, 10 years after 66. 
yes, I don't doubt that we could see Bad Batch characters appear in live action. I think at some point we could probably see an Omega live action character, like as an adult. Eh. But we'll have to wait and see. I, because for me personally, I liked Ice Cube's son and I liked Tala. Listen, I I thought they were great. But I'm just trying to make the the other the shows from the other characters uh, the characters from the other shows useful. Useful. Yeah, but at the same time, it's okay to make new characters if they're done well. And I thought they were done well. I think the whole thing with like let's because let's get back to Reva for a second. I, there's a meme that my buddy James sent me, and our, our buddy James, because you know him too. Uh, he sends me a meme where it's Ben Shapiro representing as the fans, and then um, a girl oh, who yeah. is asking him a question says represents Disney. And he goes, um, well, you see, I uh, I thought I was watching. I got to get more uh, Kenobi and, uh, and Vader in this series. And then the girl's Disney says, well, what made you think that? Uh, in the title, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> You know, let pretty much saying less Reva, more Vader and Kenobi. What he's asking, yeah. like, I, I'm, I, listen, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold strong with Reva was a completely useless character. I don't, I think she was completely unnecessary. Yeah. I, I think she was completely unnecessary. That is nothing against Moses, Moses, Moses Ingram, the 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 actor. I don't think there was anything of her doing. You know, if she's, you know, if she's offered a part in a big Star Wars show or movie, no, yeah, she's who, not, she's who, not gonna who's say gonna no. See, yeah, who's gonna no, say she's not gonna say no. no one's gonna say so I, I don't think her character really served any purpose. And in the end, she really didn't serve any purpose at all. Yeah, you know, uh, I just think we could have done without her, or just more could have been done with her. I, I think the potential for her was very high mm-hmm. because I kept theorizing, oh, she's that Padawan from the beginning of the show, and she was. Mm-hmm. Um, does she want revenge from Kenobi? Is she want the-? And you know, it's like, oh, you're trying to hunt Vader. I'm just like, oh, that is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Not that the idea is stupid, but her her character is so stupid, you know. And, yeah. and maybe that is a part of her character. She's 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 naive and she's gonna take on the world. I don't know. But now, obviously, she's still around, so maybe we'll see more with her. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that was <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the entire show, uh, of this episode in particular, was you know when uh, when uh, Kenobi is gonna go let uh, Luke be Luke and be a kid, oh, hell and yeah. Owen's like, Ben, do you want to meet him? He goes over and just goes, "Hello there." I freaked out. I'm like, "Yes!" <laughs> like that. That is my text tone. When you text me, you hear, "Hello there." I think it's actually appeared on the episode, for, yeah. um, these episodes quite a bit. So I love that. I'm glad they got the hello there, and they just made you wait at the very end for Qui Gon's Force Ghost, Liam Motherfucking Neeson, Ma- Master Qui Gon. Hello, Obi Wan. Took you a long time. Like, how come I you? And he's pretty much, and he's asking like, "Where have you been?" Like. How come I couldn't find you? It's like, I was always here. You just never ref- refused to look or whatever he said. And I think it was really... <laughs> it's not important to Slam Neeson. Slam Neeson, exactly. Who gives a fuck what he said? I, what's funny, for some reason, when the Force Ghost was appearing, I knew it was going to be Liam Neeson. But for some reason, I kept seeing that meme where they photoshopped Michael Scott's face on no. Qui-Gon Jinn, where he's like, oh, he's got the, the, the meme. And it's like... It says Qui Gon's Force Ghost when he's after he said that Anakin would was the chosen one that would bring battles to the Force ends up turning to the dark side and killing all the Jedi. I don't know, I, dude. I don't know why, but I just imagine this. I, I just imagine. <laughs> Spit it out, damn it! Liam Neeson turns around and looks, at, but it's Sean Connery, and he goes, "Suck it long and suck it hard," <laughs> and fucking disappears. <laughs> oh god! So. And that's the thing that leads me to why there could be a second season is because when he's walking, Qui-Gon goes, come now, 
We have quite a, quite a way to go. Yeah. It makes me think we're going to see more. So they they really made you wait for that Qui-Gon Jen cameo. They really, really made you wait. So credit to that. It was yeah. worth it in the end. Um, as far as like a rating... Oh, we, oh, also we got the Palpatine cameo, and you, your eyes are bugging wide. What are you thinking of now? God damn it. What are you thinking of now? Please say something. Don't look into the microphone just being all... Just fucking say it. Ewan McGregor was at some con doing, I guess, his final interview before the debut of the show. Okay, he's at a Comic-Con of some kind. Okay. And uh, he's just like, he's like, I will be back again next year. He said that? Yeah. Ooh, maybe we'll Does get... that mean did he slightly give it away? Could he have slightly given that away? Possibly. For a 2023 Obi Wan show. Uh, maybe or maybe he could. Or the say... an- announcing of a 2024 Obi Wan show in 2023. Possibly. Because I of so much. I going think on the already. best thing to do is to always gauge. Like, if you announce something as a limited series, gauge how the audience was, how it was received, and then do it. Because honestly, this episode was received the highest of the entire show. And I, it may be a recency bias, but I have to agree. The show started off slow, but it's kind of like, and this is a re- pro wrestling reference. It's always about how you leave them. It's always about how, anything, wrestling, movie shows. It's always about how you leave them in the end, which is why Moon Knight didn't really stick the landing for me in the very end, mm-hmm. like with the episode itself. You know, it, it, they could have stretched it out for at least another episode or two. Um, this did... Like, the last episode satisfied everything for me. I, I think Reva was a bit of a... It wasn't really necessary for her, but as far as everything else, I thought the show did fantastic. I ended up really loving the dynamic between, you know, Ewan McGregor and young Le- uh, young Princess Leia and mm-hmm. him telling her about, you know, the qualities that she got from, from Padme and Anakin. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that, too. If season two has not been secretly confirmed to McGregor... Okay. Do you think that he'll be optimistic towards it? Do you think he'll? Because like, just the the other part of it is just like how um, who's the guy that fucking plays Captain America? What's the name of that actor? Captain America, Chris yeah. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Oh, we you gotta know, talk about Chris Evans you, too. You know, you know how Chris Evans said like, if I were to be Captain America again, it would have to be absolutely perfect because that character has been solidified in time. Okay, you know I know I mean? the next thing was Ezra Miller, but you just mm. reminded me about that. We have to talk about Chris Evans after that. But okay. do you think Ewan McGregor is gonna feel the same? Do like, I think like the character's been perfected? So whatever comes next also has to be perfect. It depends on how he feels about it. I, now he can start talking about how he feels about the show, how he feels it went, because that's possible that you McGregor just because like you know I really just enjoyed my time coming back as the character, and I felt this was a really nice way to to do it and end it there. You know, at the same time, you McGregor was done playing a character. You know, he was he was done playing this character in two thousand five. And then, well, 2004, technically, with the filming of the movie. But Chris Evans, you know, he's never been asked to come back yet. I don't know. Maybe in that scenario, Obi-Wan Kenobi's character arc had more story to tell. And Ewan McGregor maybe felt like, yeah, there is more to tell. Like, there's that whole 10-year gap between when he, between, you know, Revenge of the Sith and, and A New Hope. So maybe... It's possible that he's like, yeah, there's more to tell, or maybe, and maybe now he could be in the mindset of, I think, you know, I think it's perfect. Personally, I think you could do one more season. However, I don't know where you go with it because if it Vader, all has to if, be brand new. Because if Vader's not the villain, I don't know who, <laughs> I don't know who is, and I think the only one I, would be Maul. And that's the thing is that Maul is is not he's not he doesn't find Vader. I mean, uh, Kenobi until Rebels and. Mm-hmm. 
personally, I have to think about it. If if they didn't do another season, then I think I'll be okay with it. I think I'll be okay if they left it at that because this did everything I could, you know, to check my boxes of like being a prequel kid, loving Revenge of the Sith, and then just it it really did a great job. Um, I will say I enjoyed the Mandalorian. I enjoyed the Mandalorian a lot more than this. Oh fuck it's, yeah! It's, it's it's you can't even compare the two. You can't. You can't. But this is only six episodes. Mandalorian's three seasons. Two seasons. Oh well. But third, gonna, se- but, third be... but third season is on the way. So so yeah. But There's oh, so much more content. I know. But um. And so many other cameos. Yes, yeah, true. But um. But overall, I think the Kenobi, the Kenobi series ranks very high, very highly for me. Mm-hmm. Could be a recency thing, but we'll do a ranking of like other stuff in the future. If Kenobi had two seasons of like fucking amazing content, mm-hmm. it'd be right there with Mandalorian. Man- yeah, yeah, Mandalorian yeah, yeah. had Luke Skywalker. The question is like, what do you do after the fact? That is the thing. Yeah, because it, it's either something brand new or a branch off of a story we already know. Yeah, so I, that makes me think: what else can there can there maybe, be done? Maybe and there a might not Captain be. Rex problem. Maybe Captain Rex finds him and approaches him with a problem. I don't know. Maybe, but what is Captain Rex doing? You know, he's I, Rex is, I believe, on Tatooine. But I don't think he's him like and, living in a hole, just like Obi Wan. Which I mean, again, out of all the cameos we didn't get, I'm bummed we didn't get a Captain Rex you know, cameo. But you know, we did get Tamara Morrison yeah. in the show. You know, it's funny. as a five hundred first clone, so, which honestly makes it better. So like Tatooine was obviously was like modeled after the Middle East, right? That was okay. that was George Lucas's inspiration for Tatooine. Mm-hmm. When I was in Morocco, oh which, Jesus Christ, do we have time for this? Yeah. When I was in Morocco with Manny Gatopoulos, we saw a guy selling lemon ice on the beach. <laughs> and him and I both said to each other, it was really funny. We were like, this is our like Shaw- Shawshank escape. Like if we had to leave the United States, we would go to Morocco and sell lemon ice on the beach. <laughs> Morocco is the real life Tatooine. That is where you go to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good one. Very good. How is Manny doing? He's doing good, dude. I've seen him recently. He's a right. history teacher in Harrison. That's good. You tell him I said hello. I will. And I'll we'll see him again for another uh, another short weekend. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on. Andreas, I'll definitely remember Manny Nicotopoulos. We all I'm threw sure shop put together. All three of you guys? All three of us were on track team together. That's fucking awesome. Anyway, yeah. so hey, Andreas, what's going on, man? What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Texas, what you thought of Kenobi. Anyway, um, so you mentioned Chris Evans before. Chris Evans before. Let yes, me yes, enunciate yes. a little better. Um, that wasn't on the docket, but I'm glad you mentioned it to him. Mentioned it to me about him. <coughs> I can't speak tonight. That's okay. Anyway, so um, real quickly, just want to mention... Uh, the Lightyear movie came out recently. Oh, I, yeah. I want to see that. You want to see Well, we'll go see it. Oh, yeah. Ashley and I saw it last weekend, and I will say this, that I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. I really, really am not getting the whole thing of, like, how Republicans are just and conservatives are really just trying to cancel it over the fucking... There's a brief kiss between two female characters. Oh. Literally, literally brief. You know, and it's and you hear guys like Shapiro being like, oh, the, the, is the, the woke Disney agenda, and, and it's disgusting of what they're trying to do. The film, the film is in ban in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Your Shapiro impression is on spot. Thank you, thank you. And I don't hate the guy either. Like, yeah, really, I there's know, no hate towards the guy. I know, but it sounds it's like all it fun. sounds like a mouse uh, like 
on a turntable. <laughs> the, <laughs> the thing, the thing is about him is like I can, the voice is is important, but it's his cadence too. Like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he can speak so fast because the guy is really smart. Yeah. Like he just he, go, his mind's moving faster than his mouth. Can. Yeah, he he moves a million miles a minute. So anyway, yeah, I, I saw him talking about this thing, and I see like other people posting about it, just like how like oh the the, the woke Lightyear movie flopped. I'm like. You know, it really wasn't all that woke, except for like two female characters getting together Was it a and flop? kissing. I don't know. Like it's it's apparently it didn't do as much as they thought they were going to do in the box office. I, I don't know. But Lightyear aside, we'll do some other review another time. Uh, I saw the movie. I thought it was fantastic. If you're a big, if you loved growing, if you grew up love loving Toy Story, I th- I highly suggest you watch this movie. It's one thing to know is that. It's the canon of Toy Story that this was the movie Andy saw as a kid. I love that. Which made him get the Buzz Lightyear toy oh, for yeah. Christmas. Uh, Dude, for Zerg, Zerg was is definitely like inspired by Vader. Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, because you, there's very subtle Star Wars references in Toy Story. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, well, there's if you if you <clears> listen <throat> to if you listen closely in Toy Story two, they sample like blaster noises and lightsaber movement. From Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. when when Buzz uh, hits his blaster in the beginning of the movie, and then he tries to get the battery, and he's just like... Vroom, vroom. Let, let's, he's moving his hands for the battery, and that's lightsaber sounds. Yeah. So, <coughs> and it's funny how Disney owns Star Wars now, or back then they didn't own it at the time. But anyway, yeah. getting sidetracked here. We gotta talk about Chris Evans. Okay. So, Chris Evans was asked by comicbook.com that would he be open to returning to Captain America? There's mm-hmm. two stories to talk about Chris Evans here. One, we're gonna talk about this. He says... I don't know because he said he felt so he felt like Cap's ending of his journey of that character that closing that book he felt like his story arc ending was perfect you know they saved the world he returned the infinity stones and he got to be with Peggy so he said it and even the interviewer from comic.com I saw the video he's like well people would love to see Cap returning the infinity stones he's like yeah he's like I get that a lot too I see that a lot he's like He's like, I don't know. He's like, I just, I have such a personal attachment to that character. I love that character so much. It would have to be perfect. It would have to be perfect for me to come back. Yeah. He even said, though, in another interview, that he said he'd be more likely to return to the MCU, not as Captain America, but as the Human Torch. Now, you might be. You could. You might be thinking. You could. Some people might be thinking, wait, (laughs) what? Um, well, Multiverse. I mean, Multiverse of Madness. You totally could. Which is out already on Disney Plus now. It's fu- it's funny. Is it really? Yes, t- literally today is the time we're recording this. It came out today on Disney Plus. <clears throat> and do you have to pay to watch it? Well, if you have Disney Plus, it's the month. No, I meant like, you know how they really no, fuck you? No, 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 no. They got rid of that like premium they, they shit. They fuck you once and then they really fuck you. Like, no, no, no. no. They, like, you you know. can watch multiverse of man as much as you want if you have the disney plus subscription yeah it's not like when the black widow movie came out it was like the the, the added 30 dollars no yeah. fuck that they got rid of that yeah like so, amazon dude amazon prime like you have to pay for amazon prime they have amazon prime video yeah right so that's like the initial fucking that's like traditional sex and then yeah. they're like oh my god you want to watch a movie that's not included on prime now you're gonna get fucked in the ass for 12.99 anyway so moving on <laughs> um so that is the thing yes i mean for those of us, for those of you who might not remember, who might have not seen the movies, Chris Evans' first superhero role was not Captain America; it was the Human Torch. Human Torch. And as a young kid, Chris Evans fit that role of that cocky, young, yeah. good-looking guy of Johnny Storm. This was like perfectly the, the era of American Pie. Yeah, 
Those like, like like those. He was in not another. Chris Evans was a star of the not another teen movie. He was also in Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Yes, he was, and he was a dickhead in that movie. I loved him in that. Hell yeah! I love when I can watch Chris Evans be a dickhead because he's like the complete total opposite. Like the bet, and again, I'm referencing wrestling here. When you see people who are like total bad guys on TV, like nine times out of ten, they're like the nicest people in the world. Yeah, like guys who you can't stand. They're nice people in real life. Chris Evans plays a really, really good bad guy. Mm-hmm. And like I heard his performance in Knives Out was great. Him and, and Oh, Knives Out was so him, good. Him and fucking Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I thought it was <clears> awesome. <throat> so, yes, he said, and he was being coy a little bit. He said, you know, I think they're doing something with the multiverse now. I heard something about the Fantastic Four, you know. Like, it could happen. He's like, because he said he's more likely to return for that rather than Captain America because it's kind of revisiting that where, like, he said Cap got a story completion. We knew what happened to Cap and his story was done. The Human Torch, his Human Torch didn't really get an ending because it felt like there was more story to be told, you know? Yep. Because that was at the time where it wasn't like the MCU, you know? We we had the Fantastic Four, the X-Men movies, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, but none of those movies were intertwined with each other. So it was just like, yeah, there's all these superhero movies, but nobody, it, there was no MC at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Some younger listeners were like, whoa, really? Yeah, really. Like th- That wasn't the thing at the time. But Vin, what would you rather see? Would you rather see Chris Evans return as the Human Torch in some kind of multiversal thing? Maybe for like the Avengers Secret Wars movie that keeps, keeps rumored and rumored rampant mm-hmm. happen. Or would you rather see <coughs> a Captain America movie or show where he returns the Infinity Stones? I'd rather see the Infinity Stones being returned. Yeah, because at least that has like the happy ending when he like you that the, literally the last part of that movie can him be walking into Peggy Carter's office. Yeah, because my thing is, I a show would make sense because you could do an episode of Stone, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. every single one the six stones. But if they were going to do it, you know, they're going to try and get Chris Evans to make it a movie. You know, they're going to do that because it's like he's a big Hollywood draw. Oh, of course. So they're not going to let that happen without yeah. that. Personally, I would love to see it. I would love to see Chris Evans return, but we have to move on to other things. We got to talk about Ezra Miller. <laughs> Let's. We're going to make this brief because I really don't want to talk about him too much. This guy is. This guy is the fucking. What's his name? Charlie Sheen of 2022. Without oh without the without the swagger. He's worse than Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. At was least Charlie fun. Sheen was entertaining. Yeah, he was entertaining. Like he was on drugs and he he wasn't really hurting anybody but yeah. himself. As Ezra but, Miller's just going around spreading the the, the Floridian lifestyle. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, how many pedophiles are in uh, groomers are in Florida, dude? <laughs> Probably a ton. Dude. Anyway, at Disney's right there. You know there, how much so. money is in Miami? Yeah. Anyway, so let's catch you up for those of you who don't know about the whole Ezra Miller thing. Okay, so backtracking here all the way to 2020. In 2020, uh, like March 2020, there was a video that surfaced of Ezra Miller choking a young female fan. Oh and- <laughs> yes. You don't remember this? We talked about this. <laughs> This reminds me of the roast of Justin Bieber when Ron Burgundy goes out. It's Will Ferrell as Ron Burgundy. He's yeah. just like he's like you're all fucked up. He's like this kid's doing it right, and he's doing it every day. He's like this guy got held up at an airport in Germany because he had a pet monkey. What did he do? Left it at a German zoo because that's what right. That's what the fucking heroes do. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is amazing. Okay, so. Back to Ezra Miller for a second. As much as I love Ron Burgundy, <laughs> I'd rather talk about Justin Bieber than talk about Ezra Miller. Oh, of course. Which, real quickly, you hear about you see Ezra, uh, Ezra Miller, uh, Justin Bieber's face, dude. What happened to his face? He has like some kind of fucking um, I don't know disease, or it looks like he had a, like a stroke or something. It looks really bad. 
Are you serious? Yeah, poor kid's only like, he's our age. So, yeah, but that's what happens when you have millions of dollars and a ton of cocaine. I'm cocaine, maybe a key. probably a ton of drugs. Dude. It, could, it could be a yeah, drugs probably could have done that to him. But nevertheless, I I hope the guy gets better. Yeah, it's a shame because I saw the video. Like my girlfriend was showing it to me, and it, I felt I felt bad for the kid. Anyway, moving on to Ezra Miller. So yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just remembered. He's he's like he's like 18 years old, caught drunk driving in a Lamborghini, spits on the cops. He's like he's like my man, <laughs> like this. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so Ezra Miller, yes, he was. There was a video that surfaced early 2020 that of him allegedly choking a female fan. Um, not much happened after this, and you know people had said you know oh it was it was it was it was an act you know it was fake or whatever. Um, those things quietly went away. Then the the reports of him getting arrested in Hawaii of threatening to burn people and kill them in their hotel room. If I'm getting that story correctly, that then that video resurfaced, which made me think, well, they probably paid the girl out of my head to shut the fuck up. This guy definitely actually believed he was a flash. Yeah. Then there was more of like him uh, threatening to assault people, and then this this couple got a restraining order against Ezra Miller. Then we see how. He and this girl we talked about last week, um, I can't recall the girl's name. I don't have the article in front oh, of me. Oh, it was like... Uh, but pretty much what he's accused of is... Native Americans. Yeah, the Native American, the, the parents and the girl. that uh, He was grooming her since she was 12 years old. And he was 23. Yeah. So they've had a relationship. And is, now, is and this now, guy like 110 pounds? Like, how big is Ezra Miller, really? He's the flesh. He's supposed to be a lanky dude. He's pretty skinny. He's yeah. only like 5'11". Why are people afraid of this fuck? And no, it's not that they're afraid of him. But, like, how could you even let no, him do anything to you? I don't know. But here's the thing. He <clears throat> had this, has this, quote-unquote, relationship with this girl. This girl's now 18. She posts a video saying, why are people getting on my ass about this? I'm 18. I can do whatever I want. Girl, he's been talking to you since you were 12, and he was 20-fucking-three. Yeah, like, it's Dr- like, like Drake and Bobby, Bobby Brown. What, it's Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> that's a completely different scenario. And, you know, I actually, no, it's similar. Very similar. Anyway, so the whole thing is... Is that um? <clears throat> so, <laughs> what do you? I was, you I was like, Bobby Brown, Millie, Bobby Brown. Jesus Christ, you need to fucking relax. We need to get through this. We have more things to talk about. What was in that Yingling you gave me, CJ? Did you hit me with the roof? Alone? I didn't hit you with nothing other than <laughs> other than a beer I gave you. Zip, 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 zip. I don't know what you took before you got here. Jellipud. Jellipud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short of it is that, yes, the thing is, Ezra, no one knows where Ezra Miller and this girl is. Ezra Miller was taunting the authorities before, uh, before he then completely shut down his social media pages. Apparently, nobody knows where he is. But according to The Hollywood Reporter... This guy's on the run. He's insane. According to The Hollywood Reporter, though, according to their sources, Warner Brothers is going to, if they have not already fired Ezra Miller. Now, this goes without saying... They probably can't fire him because they can't get a hold of him. I saw some funny meme today (sighs) before I left for work, and it says... Uh, Warner Brothers every every time they see Ezra Miller trending it's just some Asian man all pissed off like, like he's stressed <laughs> out he's got his hands over his head and he's like he's got one hand over his head and he's got a cigarette in the other hand being like god damn it so my man so anyway yes the the, the, the the new report is that apparently Ezra Miller will be fired very soon um I honestly I think at this point the guy does need to be fired but this but and I will say at this, something at this point yeah, I, I, I mean, was 
I mean, I guess, I guess him taunting the authorities was, was Dude, too much. He choked a small girl and then got away with it. He's a groomer. Yeah. For fuck's sake. He should have been nixed right there. At I the know. fucking I, I he think. The I think the thing is that Warner Brothers has also spent a lot of fucking money on the Flashpoint movie. Yeah, you're right. And here's the thing: I'm actually quite interested in seeing that movie because Michael Keaton's Batman's going to return. This is Ben Affleck's last performance as Batman. It's supposed to be like their multiverse movie. And the thing is, is that this is supposed to kind of reset the timeline, which is what. Th- of the universe, which is what the Flashpoint comic book did uh, in the DC comics, and I can't recall which um, comic it was, maybe the New 52 or whatever the fuck it was. Andreas would know. He knows more about the DC stuff more than I do. So I think with that is that there's, I think the movie should still happen, and here's why. Because there are too many people that have been involved with this. Warner Brothers has been fighting for this for years and years and years for this movie to be made, and I don't think it should be fucking ruined because this jerk-off decides to be a fucking psychopath and a fucking piece of shit and decides to just, you know, do whatever the fuck he wants. At some point, I felt like this guy does need help, and I felt a little sympathy for him. I have zero fucking sympathy for this piece of shit. If you have to do anything with pedophilia or grooming, fuck you, you should burn in hell. Yeah, and if you think that that's a sexual orientation, you yourself needs to be. You are just straight up stupid. You're worse than the problem. Anyway, so would you agree with me, though, Vin? Do you think the movie should still be made, should still be released to the public? Or do you think my opinion? My opinion is 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 not one that should be taken to the general publics because like I just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the guy got persecuted. Fine. He or, hasn't or, been yet. Oh uh, well. There's he, charges, but no one can find him. They'll find him eventually. You, you know what I mean? Like they're gonna get him. They're gonna take him away. Yeah. It's like you said. Is it? A, it's probably a fucking quality flick. Like I'd like to watch it. You know what I mean? They might just tuck it away on HBO Max. To be honest. Really? I mean, at this point, maybe. But I think the main, most important thing is there should be a disclaimer before the before the movie comes out. Ezra Miller has been eliminated. Um, or they should just, or even like before the movie comes out and during and before the movie is shown in the theaters or or HBO Max, just say whatever, just say, um, Ezra Miller will, uh, Ezra Miller who plays the Flash in this film will no longer be playing the Flash movement going forward. We could not do, we could not condone the actions of this actor and this person of what he wants to do and all this thing. I remember at some point, I think I was saying this to my sister over like Father's Day and she's like, oh, did you do what he did? Like, oh, they, I'm just like, Rachel, fuck his pronouns respectfully. Wait, when Ezra's you hear, a they? He's a, I think he's a he, they. I don't know. Or him, does, does they, that, or whatever does, the case. Does that mean he has like two personalities? It, I, dude, with his this way, yeah, he probably is. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, the but I, she says to me like he, they, he let us all know they, beforehand. <laughs> they is one of the first. I'm like Rachel, my sister. Fuck <clears throat> his pronouns respectfully. Once you hear about, it. and she didn't know about the grooming thing. Like I was mm. going to say. So that's the thing. Um, because I think there are too many people involved with the movie who have you know to work. They've worked very hard for it to be out there in the public, and. It's really like every time DC's starting to get their shit together, it's one step forward, fifty steps back. Yeah, you know. Do you know? Do you realize like the only people who are like around for the DC characters from the Justice League are like pretty much Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Every other actor is pretty <laughs> much done or is about to be done. Yeah, I don't know. But moving on, we need to talk about Miss Marvel. Um, again, I. I'm really enjoying this show. Hell yeah, I'm really really enjoying this show, and I had a feeling that. First of all, we were wrong. That's not her aunt. Yeah, it's not. Not even related. The kid, the kid is not her cousin. Thank God. No. Uh, anyway, so 
I thought these people were Eternals at some point. For real. That's what I thought they were going to be. I think that they're one of the nine realms, like with the Asgardians. Pro- and, possibly, yeah. You know, because they're, Sel- they're called... got mentioned. Yeah, they're called the Jinn, which is mm-hmm. like apparently... Eh, they're Muslim, legend. Muslim ghosts. Yeah, Muslim ghosts, which we learned about. Yeah, Muslim ghosts, which we yeah. learned about. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Okay. There's a, there's a, there's an Arab guy who like goes into like supposedly haunted mm-hmm. like structures out in the, yeah. out in the Middle East. Yeah. And he just it's it's hysterical because he's yelling in Arabic the entire time. <laughs> you know, and there's like doors that slam, and he turns out he's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I thought was really positive about this movie. Was it was nice to see uh, Muslim people say Alhu Akbar without yeah without suicide bombs. It was nice to see because Kamala's uh, brother got married. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed. Yeah, that was, the, that whole scene. I I'm not gonna lie, like it was like a feel, I got a feel really, good moment. I felt really great during the wedding scene, and mm-hmm. then the dancing. I felt like I'm like I want to be at this wedding. This yeah, looks y'all. like so much I fun. I straight up said that I was just like I would love to go to a fucking. Arab you wedding. have the you have the the attire the for it. Jabador from yeah from Morocco. That's what it's called, Jabador. That was I'm like I was just like. Vinny would just blend. I in thought about so it. I was well. like, "I'll be in there <laughs> with the crowd of people at the at the con wedding." I did blend in in Morocco. Yeah, it was so so <laughs> great. You haven't even hit us with your catchphrase. You haven't hit us with the Kamala Khan. Okay, <laughs> build it up to it. Get get a good one at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, we're kind of sporadic when it comes to the Miss Marvel stuff, yeah. honestly, because we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Well, there's a lot of different but, things coming out, but. I would say I really enjoyed that. Now they're starting to put a little more action into the into the show. Oh hell yeah! She was fighting the uh, the gin. She's just got to be a little more refined. Yeah, and again, she's a kid, so she still learned a lot about herself. Mm. Uh, I was really imp- I I was like, whoa! At the end of the episode, when the grandma's like, "You need to come to uh, wherever, wherever the country she's from." Uh, someone a K. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Kabar. Kanari. I can't remember. It's a cano- it's some, something, something with an I and starts with a K. Yeah. It starts with a K, ends with an I, I think. And it's like, uh, we can't really do that. No, did you see it, Kamala? What? Yeah, the train. The, tr- the train. What? That's why you need to come right now with your mother. I'm like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> that means next episode, Kamala's going to tell her mom what she is. Well, I think, I think her mother already knows. Think so? That's the thing. I think her mother probably already knows because... You know, Kamala, I guess that makes sense because her mother, her, her great-grandmother was a djinn. So, that means she's part djinn. So, in a way... In a yeah, way maybe she, that's why she's like... she's That's why she wants to leave that part of her life behind because she knows what's going on. Yeah, and that her mother is probably <clears throat> suspective of that, you know? And I really... <laughs> I really enjoy, I really like the when she fucking punched that, whoever it was right there, because that is an homage to, like, the Kamala Khan from the comics, so mm-hmm. that, you know, where her powers were like you know she was stretching abilities um uh again we're not we don't really go into in-depth <laughs> reviews about ms marvel no. we make it seem like we don't like the show we just talk about the highlights we just we just we like the show it's just we're not like super excited after every episode we're just like wow that was a really good episode yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like and that's the gist of it like we're just surprised it's not garbage <laughs> I will. I, I mean, I will say that it had. It did have the lowest um, debut streams for a Dis- for a Disney Plus Marvel show. Okay. I think Disney Plus show in general, which it's not surprising. Yeah. Um, but it does have a high ranking with uh, kids and teenagers. I bet. So I'm very happy about that because it's all uh, that yo bro for real for real. Yeah. 
<laughs> sure. Dead ass, B. <laughs> Fuck, you're trying to, you're trying to sympathize to, to Gen Xers? Absolutely not in their foo-foo lame haircuts. Or is it Gen Zs? I don't... Dude, you could be gen assholes. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, or gin assholes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't get the next, the previous generation, uh, the the next generation yeah, rather. But now we anyway. just sound like our parents. Yeah, these fucking kids. I don't what we had was better. Like, like I find myself all the time saying shit like SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents and Ed, Ed, Nettie and all that shit was better than the shit that happens now. Where I'm just like, oh my god, I'm my parents. Yep, I'm my aunt and uncle. I'm everybody who said our shit was better from the previous generation. Yep, because yep. it's before we know it, we'll be boomers yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ever been Listen, called a boomer before? No, no, it's not. No, but I do act like one. No, you do. You, you, you're an old soul. For sure. You are a fucking old For soul. For sure. Uh, anyway, that is our not-so-in-depth Miss Marvel review. <laughs> um, because I think we should see the rest of the podcast be talking about Stranger Things. Yes. Listen, we'll get back to more Kamala Khan because <laughs> <laughs> Kenobi was coming out for the, for yeah, the first three episodes like of the once, show. Once we can... Now that now that the uh, Miss Marvel series is on, on its own now, we can finally like watch the episode and give more analysis. Vinny and I watch the episodes like in our own time during the day. I watched it during my break at work. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you watched it when you got home today. Yep. So, it's it's hard <laughs> to keep up with all this shit, especially when we record these things. Yeah. So, let's move on. Uh, Stranger Things, Season 4, Volume 1. Uh, this is kind of going to be very sporadic review because of how Netflix releases their series. Um, I got to say, overall, I am loving this. I think the first half of this season is one of my favorite seasons maybe ever. Mm. Maybe my favorite. Like, my favorite season. Well, first of all, let, let's start with this. My favorite season of Stranger Things is season two. What's yours? My favorite season of Stranger Things is one. Okay. Um, and then my next favorite would be this season. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that season two and three are character development mm-hmm. seasons. And uh, and and that made a lot of sense to me, but it also like fills in all of the it fills in all the characters, right? So we already know that there's going to be a you know a two part season finale for this. Yeah. So that's going to be season four. Mm-hmm. Season five has already been confirmed. Yeah, and I thought this was it. I thought season four was it. No, so it's a lot of people. This thought. guy Vecna, obviously, he's just like he's the VP to the Mind Flayer. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's kind of like the, um, I guess you could say the Vader to uh, the Mind Flayer's. Uh, yeah, I bet. I bet. In uh, se- I bet in, in season five, the Mind Flayer makes it onto like Earth's actual plane and destroys Hawkins. So let's talk about Vecna real quickly. One of the new characters that we learned about. Um, we learned that he was. We learned about a character named Victor Creel, who was accused of killing his family, which we later find out Victor Creel's son. Uh, was number one. Yeah. In born the, naturally gifted. Yeah, naturally gifted. He wasn't with, in the lab. No. With the yeah, with um with uh with the with Eleven's uh, program, the children. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a feeling that number that, that guy helping L was Beckna. And I'm like, oh it makes sense he's number one. But what really blew my mind, it's a minor detail too, I didn't Expect him to be Victor Creel's kid. I did not expect him to be Victor Creel's kid. Creel's kid, at all. Yeah. And we saw how L opened the portal into the uh, the Upside Down, mm-hmm. and how he changed in in the Upside Down. Yeah, the whole series was basically started by the two of them. 
Yeah, pretty much. You know, pretty much, and which makes me believe like Vecna feels like more like the the be all end all like Thanos type character that they have to defeat. Um, I would say my favorite story arc in this show has been the whole thing of the of the gang and Hawkins trying to find Vecna. So, uh, you know, Dustin and Robin, Steve, Nancy, uh, Lucas and Max and all that. Um, I have to like that's my favorite part. My favorite story going on. My second favorite would have to be the Hopper stuff and Joyce stuff in Russia. My least favorite is stuff going on with Mike and Will and uh, Jonathan. But their buddy who smokes a shit ton of weed is my favorite part of that t- that story arc. Hell yeah, brother! He's the best. He is so great, and I'm I just can't remember you know, his fucking name. You know what name. my favorite part? My favorite dynamic going on right now is, is? between um, Harrington and um, Eddie. No, Harrington and, and Dustin and Mike's older sister. Oh, Nancy, dude, I want them back together. Right? I want them back together because when they were first together, Steve needs that. Yes, like because they needed time apart as people. Here's the thing: in the beginning, Steve was a total prick, and they were kids. Yeah, they were kids. He was a total asshole, and Nancy was kind of like this stuck-up bitch. Where like when Dustin asked her for a slice of pizza in the first episode, she slammed the door in his face. Then in like the end of season two, she's she's dancing with him. It's like you know to you know to boost his street cred with the girls, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know they all become friends. Like they like. Steve Harrington is one of my favorite characters in the entire show. I Dude, love in the entire show one of my favorite characters across the line. I love Steve so much. Joe Perry, Joe Keery, sorry, Joe Keery, Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Joe, <laughs> Joe the guitar player of yeah, the guitar player of Aerosmith. Uh, Joe Keery is fantastic. Um, did you when we were working at Evil Times? Did you ever meet the kid who played Dustin? Yeah, I did. You got to meet him. Fucking cool ass dude. I here's the thing. Like, I immediately regret not getting able to meet him because. I wasn't watching Stranger Things at the time, and I after he was gone that day, I was like, oh, man, I wish I met that kid. But everybody I spoke to, like, real disclaimer, for those of you who don't know, Vinny and I used to work at Medieval Times uh, in Jersey. Dinner and tournament. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of a fucking thing people say in the show, and I can't remember now. Um, Uh, It's because we haven't been there in six or seven years. we haven't been there so long. But anyway, going back to it, like just everybody I asked, like everybody I talked to, like just said the key to play Dustin is DiCaprio. (laughs) (laughs) People, only people who went to medieval times will know what that means. (laughs) DiCaprio, the Herald of the North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh god, we're losing listeners. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so um, yeah, I I want Steve and Nancy to get back together now. Um, Mike is a total prick. I cannot stand Mike. He's, he's a little, like a little bitch. He is a little asshole, Mike. Seriously. And Jonathan, he's a. I'm sorry. Jonathan's a pussy. Yeah. All right. He's he's not willing to talk about his relationship with the girl he loves because he thinks she's gonna fuck up their life by going to college together. She's a smart girl. She'd be able to do that shit. But you need to talk about the shit because you're gonna lose her to Harrington real quick, bro. Peace, Johnny. You are gonna lose her to Steve. Johnny, be good. And then. And then my newest favorite character, I think everybody's newest favorite character, Eddie. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, Eddie dude, is, in the, in the tri- Eddie is me, honestly. Dude, He's what, me. You saw the guitar he grabs in, in the upside down? Yep. I love that. And I hope he, he uses that as a weapon. Dude, he's he's on top of like some mountain playing guitar, and I'm like, what is he doing? Why are you smacking me? He's going to do that to fucking save somebody. You think he's so? He's going to fucking shred. My biggest worry is, and this is a thing, I think I mentioned on the on an episode of the podcast a little while ago that I got spoiled by something with Stranger Things. I didn't, but it was something that someone shared on Facebook that said, 
Stranger Things has a habit of introducing really great characters in one season and then killing them off towards before it's over. And they showed um, Sam from Lord of the Rings, yep, yep, yep. Um, or Rudy, whatever you want to say. I can't remember the actor's name, but you know when he was in there, it'll come to me. Um, then you had Alexi, the the Russian who ended up helping Joyce and uh, and Hopper with the glasses, mm-hmm. love drinking uh, fucking uh, Slurpees. Uh, him dying, like they have a habit of introducing new characters where, like you know, they're gonna die yeah. before it's over. And it said it has me really worried about Eddie, and I'm so so worried about Eddie because I love Eddie so much, and yeah, I think and, and you know someone else that I really thought was it sucked that she died in the very beginning, like Chrissy. I was really bummed that Chrissy died. I was Sean like, Austin. Sean Austin. Who was that? Rudy Rudiger. That really Rudy Rudiger. Okay. Uh, Sam Weiss Ganji. Sam Weiss Ganji. The greatest hobbit who ever lived. Yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I get giddy oh. whenever I think about him. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. He <laughs> arrives just when he is perfectly needed. Yeah, I yes. think that's it. <laughs> All right, then keep your secrets. Yeah, yeah in, the, <laughs> in the gayest way possible. <laughs> what? The one Frodo's like, All right, keep your secrets. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's why we, this is why we need video. No, oh my god. Anyway, it's okay. Those movies came out in two thousand five. Yeah, that's right. It's, <laughs> it's okay to say that word like that. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah, fucking people. People listen to us should know that we're not hateful people. Cancel culture is wrong. Anyway, don't cancel me. Anyway, so moving on. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, one of my favorite episodes uh, was Dear Billy. When, oh, when they yeah, brought yeah, back yeah. Jacob Montgomery, I thought that was awesome. Um, but what would you say has been like your favorite? C- because at some point, like Elle got her own story arc too, like learning about her past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was neck and neck, and that kind of tied in with the whole. The craziest shit is that she the, thought for the longest time that she killed all those people. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yo, she killed those kids, right? That's so, how the show opens up, episode yeah. one. Yeah. And I was uh, I was talking to my sister about it. She told me that like because you think that's probably like Millie Bobby Brown or something. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's yeah, not. It's like apparently Millie Bobby Brown like trained the girl for the same mannerisms as Elle. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know why they do this shit now? Now that that deep, the deep, I want to call the it deep the, fakes. The deep fake. Um, what should we call it? Like, what is the, it? like the process, the filming process yeah, of yeah, doing yeah. a deep fake, right? Like you find an actor that kind of looks like Millie Bobby Brown. That way it's not a whole lot of editing involved with the deep fake. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. All this person has to do is walk and talk like like Al. But they didn't do, but they didn't really do much with her. Exactly. Like I thought like that's a thing. Like I, I, I literally thought the same exact thing. Like they got a girl who kind of looks like <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. The same thing with Luke maybe, Skywalker. Maybe it's her sister or something. Found an actor that looked like him. But they see, but with Luke Skywalker, they CG. Like with this, they didn't CG anything, did they? I thought they deep faked uh, Luke in uh, Boba no, Fett. No, Luke, they di- they did. They got a guy who similarly looked like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. And they CG'd the young Luke on top of him. Mando was CGI. Yeah. Wait, wait. Mando CGI. The Luke Luke Skywalker's appearance appearance in Mandalorian, for the most like for the parts with his face was CGI. Bad CGI too. Yeah, that yeah that was CGI. And then, and then that's when they got the guy on YouTube and they hired him for Lucasfilm or for Disney. Or whatever. Yeah, for his for Luke's appearance in Boba Fett. Yeah, they hired him there, but that's the thing. They did get a guy who kind of looked like a young Mark yeah, Hamill, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they deep-faked actual Mark Hamill's young face onto his body. Yeah, That's not the case with this girl from Millie Bobby Brown, who no, plays 11. Not. So one thing I was shocked about is that Papa is alive. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I was. And that's Elle's real dad. No, I don't think that's her real father. You don't think so? I thought I thought she was. I have to rewatch the show because there was a but, flashback where um, Elle's mom shows up at the lab. Yeah, to but try that's to take Elle. But I think that that's not her real father. Papa's not like he's everyone's. Oh well, but Papa steps in and he's like he's like he's like listen, hun, you have to let me take her. I think because she's gifted, that's why. Oh, uh, I don't. I, I don't, you don't think, think hun was like a like a term like. I, like for a loved I, one. I again, this is going back seasons that I have not I thought watched. L, I thought that's Elle's actual dad. I, no, I think that's just a figurative thing because he watched. He would he would take care of the kids and and train them and experiment with them. Um, I was surprised that he survived. That they showed. They didn't really explain how, but they showed like the scar on his face from the Demogorgon. Um, you know, th- this is wrapping up to be like a really just big epic event and. I we saw in the we saw the the volume two trailer like one Lucas is beating the shit out of that of out of Chrissy's boyfriend, which I love that. that what's kid what's needs fun, a good smack. It's funny because he's playing such a great character at that. And I don't even necessarily hate the guy. I hated what's her name who L fucked up, who gave her who who cut sliced oh, her face. Oh, that blonde over. bitch. Uh, Angela. Angela. Dude, she fucking deserved. Fuck Angela. She deserved it. Yeah. She's she so. Worse. She so deserved it. Yeah. I got cringy dude, when. Well, when, we went to grammar school with a ton of girls like her. Oh Jesus! That's why Christ. we hate that, dude. That yeah, that's why we. She got hers, dude. Mm. Yeah, we won't name any of their names because who the fuck knows? Eventually, just know gonna... you're a cunt. D- <laughs> I guess that's staying. <laughs> oh Christ! What? Ah, uh, we we've said much worse. That's right. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, because it's like. 10:37 p.m. as we're recording this, and I don't feel like editing a whole bunch, dude. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Anyway, moving moving on. Um, what would you say? Conor, Conor McGregor says the c word all the time. Well, he's Irish and he's from Europe. Well, we'll make it like a PG-13 movie where you're only allowed to say you know f word. Like you're only allowed to say fuck once. Well, that, that's our one C word in the episode. Uh, I used to have a one F bomb my old in my wrestling podcast. Now it's we just curse all the time. Yeah, fuck me, fucky, fuck a two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, real quickly, let's go through some stuff here. What would if you have to pick your favorite? Who are your favorite Stranger Things characters? We talked about Steve. We talked about uh, uh, Eddie. Steve. Steve's your favorite. Yep. Out of out of the teenagers, Steve's my favorite. Yeah. Out of the kids. Okay, different. different. Now, kid, we're getting, now we're getting kids, specific. Kids, kids is Dustin. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, adults, um, I would probably go Hopper. Dude, we're just the same person. He's the, he's, we're the same person. He's, he's such a badass. Yeah, dude. He's fucking... He broke his ankle in a Russian prison. And he still got out. Yeah. I love him. Um, but yeah, I, I think... This is like a town cop. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um... I think they're uh, they're really getting oh and Max I love Max yeah Max is dope. Max is my favorite one Max of my favorite characters as well um, I really think they're gonna just really amp shit up I don't know who's gonna live and who's gonna die um, I really hope it's I not hope, any I hope nobody dies I hope nobody dies too but, but you know somebody's gonna die people are gonna die people are going to die and it's just going to I bet that Russian I bet the the guy who's helping Hopper who knows the karate yeah I think he's gonna die. That's a pretty obvious one. If I have to go with a big name who would probably die, I would probably... I don't think they're going to make Hopper die because... Hopper's new Russian friend is going to die. I th- okay, I don't think Hopper's going to die because they- we just got him back. I don't think Joyce will die because they just got back together. Um, I think possibly... 
shit. I think Eddie could die. I think um, uh, Robin could die, maybe. Maybe Robin. I like Robin, too. Yeah, Robin. Um, oh. uh, I don't think any of the kids will die. I don't think that. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe Jonathan dies. Jonathan? Well, what would he be doing? Maybe uh, he just shows up. He's like, fuck. <laughs> he's like, I'm high as hell. Now you're dead as hell. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my sister has a theory that she thinks Will is uh, in love with Mike. Yeah, your head just like, what? Like, I also think Will has been gay this entire time. I thought Will had a thing for L. No, I think Will has a thing for Mike. Why do you think he's getting so jealous? Of like, you know, we never talk to each other anymore. You know, this isn't that. I think like he needs a new hairdresser. That's the real fucking. Brother. That's the real villain of the show. How long like, can you rob the bowl cut? Yeah, exactly. Poor kid. I yeah. I really think it, we all had the bowl cut at one point. Yeah, I think Will has has a thing for Mike, and that's probably why. And I wouldn't be surprised if they end up together at the end of the season. I would not be surprised if they have Mike and Will end up together at the end of the season. Wow. I mean. I don't know. I, I feel like the Mike Eleven relationship has kind of ran its course, and I'm not saying I would would be for or against a Mike Will relationship. I just think that the whole L Mike thing has ran its course, and they really have to do something for me to make me believe that they're actually a good couple at this point. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, because for me, I want Luke. I mean, I'd rather have Lucas and Max get back together than than L and Mike continue their shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah. All right. So. <clears throat> if they're gonna if they're gonna slip if they're, slip if, what? If, if they're gonna put if they're gonna make two characters gay that were not gay to start mm-hmm. well I think Will's always been gay That's well not... yeah you gotta remember this is the 80s yeah right being gay is a problem but you also like a big problem but you also do realize they made Robin gay Oh, that's right. Robin is gay. Yeah, but she's fucking scared shitless to say hi to the girl she likes. Yeah, because but... Because she knows. Yeah, she knows, but they're... It, at least in that... like I Stranger take, Things did a really good really good way of portraying the, Duffer, the time period. The Duffer brothers who write the show, I think they're very brilliant writers, and I think yeah. they do a great job of, yes, appealing to, like, you know, the LGBTQ community, but also still keeping it in within, like, you know, like what makes sense for that time. You know, being gay was not okay in the eighties. Yeah. It was far from okay. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people hid and it, it, it took, it took, it actually took like serious fucking musicians to make it okay. Like look at Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury, he R. was RIP to the queen himself. Dude, he was a fucking front runner for making people feel okay to come out. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, I, I feel like it's, they and I also feel like Netflix does like to uh, a piece of that audience, and you know, and look, it's it's nothing against like we think that there shouldn't be like gay characters. I think there should be gay characters, and you know, things should be done well and proper, like like Wiccan. Dude, we got uh, gays everywhere. There's fucking gays of Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, it is. Like, we're talking <laughs> about, like and you know, Wiccan, uh, uh, Billy Maximoff, Wanda's son. Yeah, there you go. He's gay too in the comics. Bada boom. Yeah, but it's a brand new original character. But you know what? We're probably treading on waters. We probably shouldn't. Yeah. Before we're, we're we really, hour, before dude, we really get canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably should wrap it up here. Uh, overall, though, um, do you think Volume 2 probably better? I mean, where it stands, do you think Season 4 has the possibility to be the best Stranger Things season we've ever seen? Yeah. I think it totally has the the the, the plot. It has the characters. 
It's got the music, dude, dude and, and the, the fucking the, the, music. The, the tunes are important. Dude, the soundtrack is incredible. Like like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, great movie, but you know what made it better? The soundtrack. Oh yeah. That you took that I mean? movie over the top for me, the soundtrack. Like like they like they made a ton of movies at the box office, but then everybody went home and downloaded that whole fucking album you and mean money? the money. You said yeah. movie. They oh. made a lot of movie. Oh, I'm sorry, I made a lot of money. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fucking late. Leave me alone. All right, let's wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. If you like what you heard, if you made it this far into the podcast without canceling us, we really appreciate it's it. It's what you hear and listen. It's what you hear and listen. <laughs> anyway, so um thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, if you'd like to follow us here in the podcast on social media, please follow us on Twitter at fans speculation uh follow us on instagram at fan speculation underscore pod uh i probably should have said this earlier in the show uh a little while ago we released my band's uh new song save me right here in this podcast boom as of today at the time of this uh, well today at the release of this recording of this episode my band's new single save me is out now on apple music spotify wherever you can find uh you can find it. It's up on YouTube. Save me, Hollow Heroes. Please go look at it and go follow us at on Instagram at Hollow Heroes Band and like us on Facebook at Hollow Heroes. If you're in the New Jersey area, uh, North Jersey area, we're playing Dingbats in Clifton on the 29th of July. That is a Friday night. Uh, if you want to hit us up for tickets, let us know. We'll send you a link. Boom. Or if you want to show up to the door, uh, tell her, say you're going to see Hollow Heroes at the Bo- door. Both of us will be there. Yes, I'm playing and Vinny will be there uh, enjoying the time. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation for CJ Palm. Oh wait, we gotta you gotta listen to us on your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, all that fun stuff, Google Play, all that shit. Leave us a five star review wherever you can leave five star reviews on your favorite podcast app. Write a review because that really helps us out in the podcast here. And thank you so much. Now we're done. So for CJ Palmisano and Vinny Carini, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Come on, I come. The kind gang bang. <laughs>